Welcome to Midlife IPA, episode 11. We have 11 episodes, Randy. What do you think about that? That's crazy. I don't know. Pretty good stuff, right? We have a great episode lined up. We have interviewed Jeff Brawand, who is the founder and CEO of Cornhole ATL. Very, very interesting. We learned a few different things about the roots of of Cornhole, rather. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. But before we jump into that, Randy, you know what time it is. Train to Distractionville. Okay, Randy, what do you have? Um, Well, I didn't do any homework this week, so I don't really have anything to talk about from the news, but I do want to bring up something. Um, For those of you who don't know, we just moved into a new studio um, in an old creepy building, and I'm pretty sure it's haunted. So if anybody out there is a ghost hunter, email us at midlifeipa at gmail.com. Let's get a co-stunner up in this piece. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. Hold on. What what makes you think that there are ghosts? Well, one of the doors in the room just shakes every once in a while. Crazy. I was up here late the other night, and sure enough, man, the door was shaking. And then so I talked to somebody else in the building today, and she was like, oh, yeah, we hear steps in the hallway. And I was like, what? So anyway, yeah, that's straight up haunted. Okay, so come Pretty out sure. here with your uh, your ghost finders, like, boom, who are you going to call? Let's do it. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm serious. Let's get them in here. That'd be, I think it'd be awesome. Yeah. We can drink some beers while they're yep. running oh, sure. around, you know, with their night vision goggles on. We'll do it at night. We should have spirits. Yes. <laughs> Let's get Michael <laughs> King back in yeah, here. Sorry. Well, what do you got? Uh, well, so there is a, um, there's a story out of China about a man who had a very itchy ear and he went to the doctor and the doctor found that not only, not only did he have a spider in his ear, but it was building a nest. What? Yeah. And they, the, the doctor said he couldn't see it with just the regular little eye thing that they use that hangs on the wall, whatever that's called. Uh-huh. He had to pull out like a scope. And right. then when he went in with the scope, they said that the spider moved so fast they could hardly detect it. Shut the f- God, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, that is uh-uh. Sorry, there's. A, I think there's a report or something out there. It says the average human eats like 50 spiders a year in their sleep. Yeah, yum. That's uh, that's like a few a week or something, that's, right? Man, that is making me like nervous. I don't know. <laughs> Not gonna sleep. Yeah, well, I got to go home and wash my ears out, man. So. <laughs> All of a sudden, the ghosts don't seem so bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's take a break and get a beer, and I'm going to go dig in my ear for a minute. <laughs> Do that. Get we'll a come back, and we'll talk with Jeff from Cornhole. Yep. And you're going to love it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and seriously, if you're a ghost hunter, I'm not kidding. MidlifeIPA at gmail.com. Let's do it. All right. Okay, well, welcome back, folks. As discussed earlier in the episode, we are joined by the, uh, let's see here, he is the owner and CEO of Cornhole ATL, Jeff Brawand. Now, Jeff, we worked together uh, in a previous life, so it's funny yeah. how our, our paths are crossing again because that was a very different life, right? Yes, but, really uh, yeah, Jeff, why don't you take a moment and, and tell the folks a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm originally from Cincinnati, Ohio, which is the cornhole capital of the U.S. Really? I'm not even kidding. Yep. Really? What? Yeah. 
Is that an indoor sport in Cincinnati? It is an outdoor sport, but it's uh, <laughs> yeah. but year round. Is there like the winter league? Where there there is winter leagues up there too, but they don't really do much leagues. It's more like tournaments and like for serious cash up there. So it's wow. Yeah, my, my dad and I played in like a hundred thousand dollar cash tournament and got destroyed in the first round. Yeah. Hold on for a second. Wait, a hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, exactly. Tourney? Yeah, tourney. Yeah, but you put up uh, you put up like a hundred dollars a team, and you know, sure. Get tons of teams yeah. out there. So you didn't lose. You didn't lose a hundred large on this. Thing. No, 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 no. Right. Okay. So if you win that tournament, you can you can really say that you're a professional cornholer yeah. at that time, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's on ESPN now. So if you're watching oh, on ESPN, sh- shut up. I'm not kidding you. If you're watching on ESPN, it's sponsored by Johnsonville Sausage. Of course <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? But yeah, you can watch it on ESPN. And the weird thing is, they don't drink. They're not drinking alcohol. So yeah. I don't know how that's allowed. It's communism. Right, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But the, Ru- the Russians. Yeah. <laughs> but it's on ESPN, and so they're just throwing it there. But a lot of the people there are from the Midwest, so from like Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky. So a lot of the really, really good players are from kind of that area. But yeah, it's from Cincinnati. Okay, so you're, yeah. you, you, you fell in love with the sport yep. in, in Cincinnati. Exactly. And, uh, and, then, and then what? So then I uh, went to university up there, and then I worked for Delta Airlines, moved down to Atlanta since it's headquartered down here, and really started playing all the social sports, kickball, soccer, all that kind of stuff. But as we get older, you know, things don't work as well. Yeah, that kickball can be tough. Yeah. <laughs> I got a great kickball story, but we won't do that right now. So You run into first base and you, like, pull a hammy or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Blow a hammy. So it's like, I don't want to deal with that anymore. Yeah. So I started playing cornhole with some friends, and it was a lot easier to drink because you can't kick a ball and... Run the yeah, first base with all, beer in your hand. Gets all yeah. sudsy. Yeah. <laughs> you're Start running around. it all up. Yeah. yeah. I have tried, though. I yeah. have played outfield and softball <laughs> with the tall boy in my hand. You could probably do outfield, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Until you shit your pants when the guy beams <laughs> one right to your really? face. Focus. Focus. Okay. okay. All right, here we so go. So you, you're down here. You're, you're playing cornhole. Yeah, casually. playing cornhole. You're, it's a kickball, everything else. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Thought, so we started playing in the Highlands at John Howell Park. It's right there off of Highland. Yeah. Uh, and so we started playing over there and more and more people started playing the first year. This is 2011. And what happened is I decided, all right, if they can do a bocce league or a kickball league, why can't I do a cornhole league? So the first year we had 40 people play in it and it was pretty cool. Worked out well. But what happened is I went out of town, had some buddies run the league for me and the SWAT team showed up. They showed up in riot gear. Yeah. Like full on. You are kidding. I'm not kidding you. So my buddy calls me and he goes, you're not going to believe it, but SWAT team showed up. And I thought, haha, funny. See you later. So what happened was it's right by some houses and somebody called saying kids were throwing objects in the park. Oh my God. You got to be kidding me. So they came out, wrote a couple open container tickets, Yeah. which that ended up being the turning point for us because then we started playing at bars and all these other places where you're allowed to drink. Right. Um, and that kind of led to the upward trajectory. Uh, are any of the SWAT members in a league? They, none of the SWAT members. Um, we do have a couple police officers. Like uh, un- I think they're undercover police officers or something like that. They play in Canton and, and Cumming. But nobody, uh, nobody from SWAT, no. Uh, so roughly how many people do you have? You have one league throughout yeah. Atlanta. Like, Talk me a little bit through how the league works. Yeah, sure. So our big thing is being social. We're all about... Drinking, hanging out, being social, that kind of thing. So we have three divisions at each location. 
like a beginner, intermediate, and advanced. So it's basically drinking, drinking, and slightly less drinking. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. You get up there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You get up to advanced, and you're like, I'll sip on some water or something. Really? Yeah. The advanced players don't drink as much. Yeah. They're a little bit more, like, Seriously. some of them have headphones in and, like, get in the zone playing. And, like, so, sunglasses on. Are these guys using, like, super, super, like, um, high-octane bags and oh. stuff that they've handmade? And, yeah. Or from some woman in Peru you with just, coffee You beans. just opened up Pandora's box. Really? I, so that's yes. a whole... I want to go in business So these them. bags are out of control, some of these. So I have a pair of competitive bags at home. Oh. You want to take this one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Softball was thrown. So, so when you're talking about the highest level at ESPN, this is absolutely fascinating to me. So when you go to ESPN yeah. and you're competing on ESPN, yeah. do they provide the bags and is, are there rules and guidelines? Around the the players will bring their own bags. And, they, and all that's legal? Do they yeah. have to weigh they, like they have to weigh it. Go <laughs> weigh in. Oh, my God. Yeah, so they have to like weigh their bags. They have to, I, I believe they come out with a ruler and check the dimensions of the bags. Wow. Yeah, we're not at that point. Cause that doesn't that takes the fun out of it. We're all about the social, yeah, yeah, yeah. hanging out, drinking, all that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, hey, did you bring the ruler? All right. So, so do you yeah. like roughly uh, how many? So we we play in seventeen locations in Georgia. Yeah. And so we go as far east as Athens. Um, like we play at Southern Brewing over there, and we go as far south as Lagrange down at Wild Leap, and then as far north as Canton. At Reformation Brewing, yeah, Woodstock, kind of all over the place. So we have 17 leagues and about, um, depending on the season, we do four seasons. But usually in the spring and the fall, you get about 1,600 players a season. Wow. Yeah, so about about 5,000 people a year that play it. 5,000 people a year. Play in the league, yeah. Yeah. And this is all, is this all word of mouth? Like, did you put together a marketing machine to get this out there? or, or tell Yeah, so it started with word of mouth posters, flyers. We're on the ninth year right now. So now it's it's probably less intense with flyers and posters and more of a very good, we have a very good uh, marketing schedule in place. So it's basically, we have the full year planned out ahead of time. So we know when emails go out, we use MailChimp. So whenever emails go out, and then we also use Facebook for targeted ads, MailChimp for some Google retargeting. Um, all that kind of stuff is more or less programmatically set up and just runs. Yeah. When you when you said to somebody, yeah. you proclaimed to I don't know, is your wife or yeah. friends or whatever. My wife. I am going to start a cornhole league. What was the response? Yeah. So I remember going to Atkins Park in the Highlands, and they were the first location after the park issue. And I met with one of the owners, and I said, Hey, I want to do a cornhole league in your parking lot. Are you up for this? And his response was, "Yeah, sure, let's do it." Yeah. And so he was like, "We got nothing to lose, you know." Yeah. We're, who's going to say we're, no to that? We're dead on a Tuesday night. Yeah. If you can bring in twenty people, why not? Sure. So now there were like 60, 70 people there, and they're like, "This is amazing." So it, from that standpoint, it was awesome. From my wife's standpoint, I think she probably thought, "Oh, this is something small. This will probably stay small." Little now, did she know. Little did she know we have like an employee. Yeah. We have like 85 cornhole boards. Wow. So it's like, it's, it's a lot of stuff right it, now. It's yeah. serious business. Yeah, yeah, it's serious business, yeah. Yeah. So your wife was like, oh, that's cool. Now I can get Jeff and his seven friends that come over here every <laughs> Tuesday night out of the house. Yeah. Right? That's what she thought. She, did, she wasn't thinking. Now it's, I, I remember when we first started it, I, I had a small car, a t 
tiny like scion yeah and she had an suv and so i remember i used, I used to store the boards at her place in the highlands because we weren't living together at this point and i used to drive her suv <laughs> to the league set up the boards and then bring everything back with her car now i got a truck but yeah she was definitely part of it since the beginning yeah it's been crazy i don't think that's on the um how to pick up a woman no <laughs> Can I borrow your SUV? Yeah, and yeah. store my, um, store my cornhole boards at your house. <laughs> Is that cool? <laughs> are we are we cool? Uh, and then you want to go out and get some taters later. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this: as you start doing this, and it probably takes at some point in time, you're like, oh my gosh, like you kind of have the tiger by the tail, right? Because yeah. it's growing and people yeah. want to do it, and then you got to get the boards and all that. So did you spend time doing the the check in in the mirror, like Jeff? What are you doing? I still, I still do that. Yeah. Do you? I mean, yeah, I still do it. We're in the ninth year and the first six years, we only had like probably seven locations max. And then year seven started creeping up. We had like 13. Year eight is when we hired a full-time employee. So she's been on for about two years now. And that's where it was like, because I looked in the mirror and I talked to my wife, do I quit? Do I do this full-time? What, what do I do? And my biggest thing was always the moment the moment it becomes full time, it's a job. It's not fun. Right. So I thought I want to keep my regular job, my day job, because I really enjoy it still, but hire somebody else to take on the operations aspect. And thankfully, I've got somebody that's really good at this. She's very organized. She can handle all this basically herself. And so she's been just a great asset to the company to help help it move forward from an operations standpoint. And then together, we can kind of figure out what's the next steps, where are we going to grow, where are we going to add leagues? What do we want to tweak? That kind of stuff. So it's been really good. Well, I've never had a self-talk that was that in-depth. Right? <laughs> that was intelligent. Yeah, that sounded, that wasn't a self-talk. The self-talk that I'm talking about is like, hey, jackass, <laughs> go find your pants and get a cab home. Um, so, I mean, this is absolutely fascinating. So, uh, you know, a couple more thoughts or questions here. Um, what... What are your what are your aspirations from this? I mean, you said when it becomes a full time job, it becomes work, and yeah. so it feels like you almost want to keep it on the side. Yeah. Um, but you want to continue then to grow and go elsewhere, and yeah, you know, that's a great question. So I've thought I've thought a lot about that too. Do we bring on a second person, like a second operations manager, to help out as we grow other locations? More or less, I think one person. Um, can only handle like 17 to 20 leagues operationally. Um, so each league has a referee, which basically is in charge of setting everything up, breaking everything down, recording scores, and taking pictures. It's pretty, and drinking beer and socializing. So it's pretty easy gig. Are you hiring? We are. Beer. Well, hey, you know what? I want you to tell me how folks um, can go about signing up i mean where, where do i want to go if i yeah. want to sign up for this i also want to find out if there's a league in my neighborhood yep. i don't want to drive to canton whatever so walk me through that yeah you just sign up at cornholeatl.com and then you pick the location you want to play at it's on right on the front page and you either sign up as one of three options one is a team captain and you're in charge of forming the team and then you through the registration process you invite your teammates to your team and they get an email invite to then accept the, the invite and then they're part of your squad and what does it run roughly? It's about $50 a player. So that includes t-shirts. Um, we provide all the equipment, league referee, and then it includes season ending prizes. Wait, hold on. Can we stop right there? Yeah, go ahead. Did you say referee? Referee. There's a referee here? There's a referee. Yeah, yeah that's what he talked yeah. about a few minutes oh, ago. That's what you're going to be, that's your job, right? Yeah. Oh, I That's what you're going to be drinking beer. 
Oh. And, and you can be like, baby, I'm I'm really sorry. I have to go. <laughs> it's a job. I mean, fucking help. Yeah. The They're door with the referee shirt on and the whistle. They're counting on me. <laughs> uh, it, that is absolutely awesome. And then, do you have uh, relationships with? Talk to me about the relationships. Like, it, I, we talked a little bit beforehand, and you mentioned a few, a few breweries that yep. you have. You know that do things for you talk talk a little bit about that yeah so we have really great relationships with the breweries so basically it's a we, we like to say it's a win 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 so it's a win for the players because they get to drink beer and not have to worry about it win yep that's a win <laughs> <laughs> we play at these bars or or like live work play venues so they're making revenue on a night where they might not get a lot of players so that's a win you, you have a future. Yeah. We got this. Yeah. Um, and then the breweries. So the breweries love it because we do specials or like promos for the beers, features, so to speak, where it's like, all right, uh, on Tuesdays at Atkins Park in the Highlands, it's Monday night for $4. And so that's a win for Monday night for, for all the breweries. And in a lot of places, what we do, too, is we'll play at breweries, which they love even more because it's a bigger win. That's a double win. That's like a double win. Yeah. Because you can't go anywhere. You can't get any other beer. You're going to drink their beer. So yeah. at Gate City Brewing in Roswell, they love it because they get 200 players on a Wednesday night only drinking Gate City. Yeah. That's wow. perfect. Yep. Yeah. Wow. I've been to that place a couple of times. It's actually. good brew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and then we talked a little bit before, yeah. again, before the show, and you mentioned that because of the level to which we are going to take this company for you with this podcast of course right to tanzania tanzania and back uh that you would be willing to put a little something out there maybe a little, yeah, little discount if definitely. you if you reference midlife yes, ipa definitely so if midlife ipa so there'll be a discount of 10 percent off so players can just sign up enter the code at and during the registration and get 10 percent off the registration awesome yeah okay all right. And so with that code, then just in the, when they sign yeah. up, just mention just, Midlife IPA. Yeah. There'll, there'll be a box that says, enter your coupon code. And they just enter that right there. Cool. So that's Midlife IPA, yep. one word. One word. Yeah. And if you have any questions for Jeff yep. and you, for some reason, can't navigate your way to his website. We have a live chat feature on the website. So you can chat in directly with us. Shut up. Or you can e- email info at cornholeatl.com. Can we get that? Can we get a, a person that answers our emails? We No, I'm going to consult with you for technical stuff. Yeah, go, totally. Yeah, go look at our website. Uh, we beg people to email us at midlifeipa at gmail.com. Do you get a lot of emails? Well, we, we're still trying to get back to some of you folks. Uh, all both of you. <laughs> like, I think, right? You, yeah, need, we live, have a, you need live chat. We have a guy named Carl that comes in thrice a week. That's what he says. Yeah. And he's supposed to be uh, answering emails, but I don't, I don't know if he is doing that. No. We should check up on him. Yeah, it's a... It's a or get a you have a Facebook page, too? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we do? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we have Facebook. There you go. We're, yep. on, we're on the Facebooks. There you go. So people can message you there, too. We're on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. We're, I've seen your Instagram. Boom. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. You got everything right there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right there. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. Midlife IPA and all of them. I like it. We're pretty solid. I mean, we're a marketing machine. Really. Yeah. Look at this. Can't you see a marketing machine? Is that what you think when you look at us? Definitely. It definitely uh, he, is. He's thinking yeah. two really old farts while yeah. sitting here talking to them. All right, I'm thinking of who your first sponsor is going to be. Well, this might be a perfect place to break down and take a break. Not break. We don't have to break down. No. 
like we're going to fold up chairs or anything. <laughs> right. It might be a good time to take a break. We'll come back and we're going to actually taste a beer, right? Yeah. yeah. Shows. Tell, us, tell us the name of that beer. Yeah, it's Wild Leap. It's their Chance IPA. It was going to be a different beer, but it was very hard to get. So we're sticking with the Chance IPA from Wild Leap. Awesome. Good chance you can find that anywhere. Yeah. See what Boom, I did there? I do. All right. was, let's, let's break on that. This is horrible. All right, so welcome back, everybody. Um, we're going to taste a beer, Wild Leap. These guys are from Lagrange, Georgia. From right? Lagrange, Georgia, yeah. Yeah, I've had this beer a couple times now, and uh, big fan. This is the Chance IPA. Yes, it's very, very good. Yeah. So uh, let's yeah, let's dig in. Okay? Yeah, let's do it. Yep. All right. All right. Ah, uh, yeah. The sound of joy. Mm-hmm. This is. I've got to tell you, this is a really, really good beer. It's like a hazy IPA. Yeah, is it a hazy? Yeah, it if is. If you pour it, it's pretty really milky okay. hazy. Yeah, yeah I could. I wouldn't tell that. It's not super heavy. It's not like a. Um, it's only six point two percent. Yeah, it's not like a heavy beer. Yeah, I, I noticed that earlier. Since starting the cornhole thing, you are do you, you become more sophisticated in your beer consumption. I, I yeah, I used to never really like IPAs, and now I I feel like everybody's got an IPA, so I do feel a little little more. I enjoy the finer things in craft beer these days. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, this is definitely one of my favorite ones. So they make another one called Volume Seven, which is out right now, and it's That's, a double IPA. Yeah, we were looking to get that, but they didn't have it. So we Very hard to this. get. Yeah. Yes. So this is like this, the little brother of that one, and that one's also like eight point nine percent. So thankfully, we're only drinking a six point two percent. All right. So uh, cornholeatl.com. Yep. Check it out. Jeff. Okay, cool, man. This was great. Thanks for coming in. Thank appreciate you for having it. me. I appreciate it. Wow, that was an awesome interview, huh, Randy? Yeah, that guy's awesome. Yeah, good time. Uh, smart dude, and, and good for him for starting that. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. And we signed up our own team. Yeah, hell yeah. We're legit. Yeah, we're going to be at the Midway Pub. Midway Pub, Midlife IPA. You can meet Baxter and Randy and watch how poorly we play the game of cornhole. It's going to be pretty bad. Yeah. But and we'll drink a lot of beer. Come get a beer on Randy. There you go. Don't pour your beer on me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. All right, let's get out of here. All right, man. We'll see you guys next time. All right, bye.